following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, the media. To watch the ongoing media propaganda, it's like watching Pravda. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. Because parents are, I think we are a little bit too complacent sometimes about, oh, how bad can it be? It's very bad. Because you can't be truly conservative and be advocating for so-called rights on the basis of what God says is a sin. Yep, I used to be a liberal, too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my weekly column at wnd.com, which comes out on Tuesday nights and Wednesday on Barb wire.com and elsewhere out on the web and also on our website. And please be sure to order my book, which is written especially for teens. And it's called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Well, friends, as we move into another year and look back on the old one, I thought I would do a review of some of the top trends in, okay, something quite disturbing, but it's the reality and it's what I cover most of the time, the top trends in child corruption for the year 2017, which may continue unfortunately into 2018. But the reason I'm doing this is not to be sensational, but so that we know how to pray and how we can act to change all of this for our children, for our grandchildren. I wrote this top 10 list in an article, which is now on our website at missionamerica.com. So let me start with number 10. The mainstream media continues to aggressively sell America on the weird, bizarre, and deviant as positive options for kids. For instance, the New York Times published a radically irresponsible story called His Eye Makeup is better than yours about a 10-year-old boy and his Instagram makeup following. And if you're ready to throw up, I am joining you. This is not the only type of article that the mainstream media is doing about boys dressing and acting as girls. And I mean little boys. And I wrote an article recently summarizing the numerous media feature stories about gender-confused kids, which are basically fake news because they're all uniform recommending acceptance of this destructive and high-risk trend that has no medical research to back it up. And of course, let's not forget while we're talking about how the mainstream media is putting kids in harm's way, Teen Vogue this past year and its dangerous and destructive article about how to have a very 
high-risk form of sex. And I know that you all know what I'm talking about. Here on our Christian radio station, I can't be as explicit as I am in perhaps some of the articles. So let's go to number nine, corrupting children in public by sexual anarchists, which must be a very high priority because we saw a number of really over-the-top incidents this year. The latest assault on decency and common sense were the drag queen story hours in numerous public libraries around the country where men who were dressed bizarrely in women's clothing and sometimes in one library this transvestite also had what looked like devil horns read books to innocent little children with their either really deluded or spiritually lost parents allowing their children to attend these sessions. Then in Austin, Texas, an international drag festival, so-called, was an all-ages event and featured an 11-year-old boy dressed as a girl who put on a performance that was quite suggestive before an audience of other children and grown-ups. And then there were the men dressed in vulgar costumes as women who put on obscene performances for the whole audience and there was clapping and cheering and it's on video. You can check it out if you look for the Austin International Drag Festival video reported on by conservative media. This all occurred, by the way, at a holiday in Austin, Texas. Number eight, children's media continues to push this so-called LGBT depravity in the faces of children, and Disney tops the offending producers. This past year, giving us a whole array of very objectionable programming, like the remake of Beauty and the Beast, where suddenly in this version, one of the males is a homosexual character, and they made no secret of, yes, that's exactly what we're intending to do, and we think that's a wonderful thing. TV shows that introduced obscenity and or homosexual couples to children included Netflix's Big Mouth and Disney's three shows, Doc McStuffins, Andy Mack, and Star vs. the Forces of Evil. And also, in case there's still anyone out there who doubts Disney's agenda, they are big financial supporters of Glisten, the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network. So number seven, so I'm going down the list here, you can tell. My number seven in my top ten list, schools are advising children privately to conceal sexual and gender deviant identities. Children that want to be known as gay or as the opposite sex at school There are now policies in place, sometimes at the state level in certain states, that require that schools keep this confidential from parents. I kid you not. In New Jersey, a bill passed this year and was signed by so-called Republican Governor Chris Christie with confidentiality for kids who are transgender. And similar policies were also passed this year at a big school district in Maine, also in the state of Maryland and Hawaii. There are policies that exist at the state departments of education and elsewhere around the country. This is a betrayal of these children and of parental authority because this is high-risk deviant behavior that will 
turn out to be the wrong decision for these children in every single case. Well, number six, Hollywood is rushing to give awards to movies like the recent romance called Call Me By Your Name, which features a 17-year-old boy being seduced by a 24-year-old man. So it's a homosexual relationship. But yet there is incident after incident being reported of current and past abuse of teen boy actors by powerful males in Hollywood, and former child star Corey Feldman is one of those that is making these allegations, and he has been for a long time, and finally he is getting more of a hearing. And then, of course, I am always continuing to report on the promotion in schools. This is number five, the promotion in schools of homosexual and transgender lifestyles and behaviors by teachers encouraged by their radical teachers unions like the National Education Association and, of course, the outside groups like GLSEN, the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, the Human Rights Campaign, and all of the work that they do in various school systems to promote these behaviors, often based on an anti-bullying message, which part of which is always going to be you know, acceptable and good and positive, but not the part about accepting homosexuality or transgendered behaviors as if these are inborn, which they are not. Glisten's propaganda events in schools continue to include the April Day of Silence, Ally Week, which is in the fall, and this can hardly be taken seriously anymore. The pretense that somehow homosexuals and People who want to appear and dress as the opposite sex are discriminated against simply doesn't hold much water any longer. When you have financial allies and millions of dollars in these organizations, and among those financial allies are big corporations like Target, Disney, Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan Chase, and many others. And so Glisten and its homosexual network are hardly discriminated against or disadvantaged, and it's all going in the opposite direction. And then number four, you've heard me a lot in the past year report about the extremes that are occurring with sex education, mostly in the public schools, but not entirely. What's happened is radical pro-abortion forces have teamed up with homosexual and gender rebellion advocates, and they're pushing for expansion of what is called comprehensive sex education, CSE. And if you hear that referred to in your school CSE, Comprehensive Sex Education, it is not education and it is not comprehensive. It is triple X rated sex training is what it is becoming. And these curricula in schools are often started in the sixth and seventh grade. These young impressionable students told that any kind of sex, and I won't mention all the different kinds, you know what I'm talking about, are all equal They are all normal, uh, that teenagers do these things, and they can all be managed with contraception or with 
condoms and the condom demonstrations on plastic models start in middle school under comprehensive sex education. But there is a parent revolt going on around the country. We need much more to happen, but that is the very good news. Parents are learning about this and they are standing up and organizing in their local communities and you might be one of them and that may be why you're hearing this program today. Maybe you will be called to do that. Some of the more egregious curricula are the following, go by the following names, rights, respect, and responsibility. And it's very irresponsible. So don't take these names seriously. Get real is another one. And it's a planned parenthood curriculum, folks. Another one called Making Proud Choices. Another one called Be Proud, Be Responsible. And it's not responsible. And what, what's all this about rights and being and pride involving sexuality? We should be talking about modesty and patience and waiting and self-restraint. Anyway, I'm digressing. Here's the name of another one, Flash. That's spelled F-L-A-S-H. And another famous one that has been around for a long time, but has been updated to include even more bizarre and X-rated material, is called Reducing the Risk. And so I want to continue with this when we come into our next segment with my number three, two, and one in the top trends in child corruption, as I see it, for the year 2017. And what can we do, friends? What can we do? We can pray about all of these, but prayer is not enough. You must commit to acting. When God brings before you knowledge about certain things that are happening, and we continue to hand our children to schools knowing these things are going on, We have a huge responsibility there. We have to do something to change that. We have to take these schools back and our culture back. It's not all happening in the schools. So we have to be on guard. We have to protect our kids and our grandchildren. But you're getting information here that I hope will help you. This is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio, and I will return with numbers three, two, and one in my top trends for the past year. And of course, they will continue into 2018 for child corruption, unfortunately. And we can make a change in this if we follow the Lord's leading and our Christian values. Stay with us. We'll be right back on Mission America Radio following these messages. Friends, I know that you are all planning many things for 2018, and among your resolutions, I am hoping that one of them will be that you will get involved in some of these issues much more directly. We need people in this fight, and perhaps God is calling you to be one of those people. If you want to know a lot more about the homosexuality issue, the transgender issue, about sex education, about the tragic trends in pornography, especially child pornography, we have a lot of articles, especially the ones in the past year or so, on our website at missionamerica.com. And you can spend some time there, get up to speed, and you will be ready to go to be 
a witness in your church, to be someone who goes to your school, and especially someone who teaches your own children a thorough understanding of what's going on. This is a way to witness. This becomes a tool for witnessing. I also hope that if you are so moved, you will support Mission America. We have a convenient online donation capability, and so go to missionamerica.com both to make your donation and to learn how you can be a part of changing America and protecting our children. For more information and lots of news and Christian commentary on today's culture, log on to MissionAmerica.com. That's MissionAmerica.com. And be sure to listen to Mission America every Saturday afternoon from 1 to 1.30 here on AM 880 and 104.5 FM, The Word, WRFD. And remember, with God, all things are still possible. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to MissionAmerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we are talking about the substance of an article that I just recently wrote, and it's the top 10 child corruption trends looking back on the year 2017. And unfortunately, these are probably going to be continuing into 2018. We must become aware of them, and we must fight to stop this. We must do everything we can to educate people, educate ourselves first, educate those in our churches, in our families, and do something to turn this around for the sake of our children and our grandchildren. So I'm going to go down my top three, three, two, and one here of these child corruption trends as I see them. Number three, is the escalation of child pornography across the globe. But here in America, we are a huge exporter of child pornography around the world. And this is an enormous threat to America's children. Too many, even very small children, are being raped and videotaped for the voyeuristic pleasure of evil, depraved adults. Sometimes, unfortunately, children are put in this position by their own parents. Because there's big money in the child violation trade, even organized crime is now involved, making this product, quote unquote, a big priority. I am reading that it is even beyond the profitability of drugs and weapons in the eyes of organized crime. And when that happens, you know more and more children are in danger. What we need to do is expose this, expose the perpetrators, and unfortunately, there are people in very high positions. The good news is that there are arrests being made, but there are influential educators who have been arrested for this, professors, police, federal officials, even people in our top agencies like the FBI, judges, lawyers, and doctors. Can you believe this? Being arrested and charged. Could anything be more heartbreaking? And do you have any idea how we got here? I do not. All I know is that one of the big reasons is that it is undercover. And because it is growing behind the scenes on a lot of it is on the what is called the dark web. It has gotten beyond the tracking and prevention that uh, usually could take place for trends like this. We have to get this back. And one of the ways we do it is we start putting pressure on 
our public officials. You have to do something about this because children are in danger. Number two in my list is that it's the spiritual eternal destinies of our children. Those who have charge over children in our schools, in youth organizations, in our culture are way too often directing them deliberately away from the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus talked about people who led children into sin, little children who know him, that they should be cast into the water with millstones around their necks. I mean, could there be any more direct picture of how God thinks about these anti-Christian, deliberate anti-Christian efforts to lead kids into sin? For instance, there was a Christian teacher in San Luis Obispo, California, who wrote a letter to the school newspaper which included passages from Romans 1 about homosexuality and the homosexual community outcry was immediate and vicious including a death threat inaccurately characterizing his quoted passages as advocating death to homosexuals which it doesn't and under the firestorm he resigned so not only did children lose his influence in the school, but a Christian witness was mischaracterized. And children who did not know any better, many parents don't know any better either, learned the lesson that you can write off Christianity and when it is discredited, you can just say, well, there's nothing there anyway. Few people in our schools who are Christians, students, teachers, and staff are able to stand up against the left, the progressives, the radical homosexual and pro-abortion propaganda. These folks are being bullied into silence, and very few will stand up against this kind of bullying. It's a clear violation of First Amendment freedoms. An awful lot of what is being taught is absolutely anti-Christian. Who's standing up and saying, this is wrong. This is a violation of our Constitution. I hope that many, many of you will be listening and be convicted about standing up against radical teachers, administrators, and school board members who are firmly entrenched in their anti-morality and anti-Christian positions. Or else remove your children if you can from these schools. That is one, always one option. But we really need to do something about the schools. They are continuing to educate future citizens, and we will all benefit if people turn these schools around and we produce a much more responsible citizenry among our future generation, in our future generation, and we have kids who know the Lord in as many cases as possible. And those who come from Christian homes, that they do not leave the faith when they graduate from high school. God help us all, but you know what? He will help us if we start doing something to take back our schools and our culture. And my number one child corruption trend, and you would think it would be knowing the Lord Jesus Christ, but here's the reality. While the chance to believe in Jesus is the most important opportunity anyone can have, that any parent can offer a child, those who are not allowed to be born 
in the first place never have that chance. Abortion of the unborn continues to be the biggest preventable threat to children in the U.S., yet it is still supported right up until birth by most progressives and most of the Democratic Party politicians. And that is a huge tragedy. We must do everything possible to stop abortion and save babies in the womb. This starts with fighting for pro-life legislation and educating each other, our churches, and our children that this is a great evil and that children are a blessing and not parasites or a burden. They are a blessing God's blessing and God's beautiful design for our heritage and our future. And we must not continue to support abortion as a choice because the choice to kill people is not a choice at all. It is barbarism and it is a grave human rights violation and we must stand up for what is good and against what is evil. Well, that completes my top 10 list. I ask you if you want more information, a few more details to check out the article about this on our website at missionamerica.com. Just remember, just remember, friends, with God, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day.